we're going to go live. All right, get ready to go live, my friend. All right, we should be live. See how that works out. The following is a paid broadcast for It's the Liquor Talking. Any views or opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this station or its management. The concierge of all things alcohol, Ryan Maloney, and the medium of spirits, Randall Bird. Join forces every week to bring audio nourishment to a parched audience. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studios in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to It's the Liquor Talking, right here on WCRN AM 830. If you want to know all about uh, Julio's, because that's where we're broadcasting from, go to julioslickers.com. If you want to see this show as well as listen to it, I would suggest going to Facebook. Go to the Julio's Liquors Facebook page. We are live, uh, well, Facebook living this, I guess, simulcasting it on that. And uh, then Cousin Vinny usually takes this bad boy and puts it up on the uh, on wherever you get your podcasts. So this will be on like Spotify, and you can get it there. And I if you're an it. intrepid individual that wants to come on down and watch the actual live show as a live audience member and you sample do. some of the things that we're tasting. Well, you can, yeah, you can do that. We actually have one live person here. I think we have three yeah. people, but only one live yes. person here today. So we'll just go, we'll go with that. Uh, Randall, time for the drink of the show. Yeah, it's been a while since we've sat behind the the console, and it's yeah. going to be a while again because we get a lot of traveling. We'll get we'll get into some of why we're doing that. What what's some of the stuff we got coming up? All right, so we're, we're pouring some be, stuff into our coffee mugs week. for our drink of the show. And this is Balcona's Texas Rye Cast Strength Single heart Barrel Straight Rye Whiskey at 62.3% alcohol by volume. So if I could do the math, but carry the one, put the four over. <laughs> 124.6 proof. The original wow. Texas Whiskey, Texas Rye Cast Strength. I'm going to pass this off. We've marked the bottle so our audience member can't be chugging directly out of the bottle we know how much is in there <laughs> he does the old trick he throws some water in there and he's fine yeah uh or some tea anyway so, so yeah the reason why i chose uh this for our uh our drink of the show uh, did you try that by the way i have I'm sipping on it now i love this i think it came out great stuff from you know texas always has a lower um it's usually younger whiskey because of the atmosphere Right, it, it sort of ages fa faster. The whole 120, you're, you're proof, for the whole here, 120 <laughs> proof hit me. That's what was right. it? 120 what? The hotter climate in <laughs> Texas right. is going to lead to uh, a faster kind of flavor extraction, mm. and also more of that influence, like coming into the barrel. And because it's a drier climate, you'll see the ABV tend to stay higher because the water comes out, but the alcohol stays in. Gives you that warm Texas hug. Yeah, right down to your right down to your belly. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so every Wednesday we have Whiskey Wednesday. Uh, this one sold out uh, coming up this this Wednesday, but we are doing the the whiskeys of Balcones, and this one's going to be included in that. 
You know, um, and I'm going to give you a little hint of the next Whiskey Wednesday coming up a little later in the show. But the best thing to do is go to juliosliquors.com and sign up for our newsletter. We do not share our emails with anybody. So you're not going to get, you know, uh, uh, a Nigerian prince asking you to, you know, to run some money for him or anything like that or uh, any of that stuff. We don't share it, but uh, it gives you every week we we send it out and it gives you an inside of like some different events we're going uh, that are going on. And we've been in COVID so long that I think it's important to start pointing this out. Um, you know, there's a beer one coming up. There's several beer ones coming up. Uh, there's a there's going to be a couple different uh, fire and ices coming back, which is our cold beers and hot sauces. We're going to have that again. Uh, we'll be having uh, gin rummy the day before Father's Day is coming back. So, uh, in, in addition, oh, yeah, in addition yeah. to our whiskey, our weekly whiskey Wednesdays, and the wine department's been doing some really cool uh, tastings. There, all the tastings and stuff are, are sort of back, and I, I think it's important that people understand that we're we're getting back in the groove. All right. So, what's the what's your stance on the masks in the store? So it is optional. Um, that's the the town has set that optional. Um, we li- we set it optional with our employees. Um, if you want to wear a mask, wear right. one. I usually wear one on the floor because I just because we still have people that would rather wear a mask, and I don't blame them. Um, I wear mine on the floor in in solidarity with them, so they don't feel out of place having the mask on. But you know, I just got back from uh, I just flew in from uh, the Keys, Florida Keys, uh, yeah. last night, and it's it's basically other than the airport, it's it's, just it's business as usual, the Wild West. Yeah, everybody's doing whatever. Everybody's doing whatever. I, there was people, I wear like, a mask, way, was so I don't have wearing. to talk to people. Yeah, that's your anti-social. Yeah, that's your it anti-social. Really has no, yeah, it has nothing to do with any type of, uh, you know, it has nothing to do with that, with with any type of, of Medical, viral no, no, load or anything like that. It's just, I'm just, what did you get me for tea today? You got me a uh, a hot tea. Hot tea. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, I like the hotties. Yeah, I, I've heard that about you. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, nothing that special. I mean, um, it's not from any of the big name. No, but I just, I needed, I needed, I needed a tea this morning. We got a lot of whiskey to get to. We got a lot of stories to tell today. I will, uh, point this out today that we are doing a spring cleanup sale through March 31st here at Julio's juliosliquors.com. There's a lot of stuff that we have like ones and twos left that we're going to be moving on. So it's a, there's some really good sale prices in here, right? And it's on until the March 31st. So I would suggest people check that Another out. Another five days. Yeah, well, that's why I figured to go today because you know we get it, what we forget to realize, or probably more me than you, is that this show gets repeated after how we car during the weekdays. So yeah. I think on Mondays and Thursdays, this Saturday show gets repeated. So um, I figured that would give everybody ample opportunity to get in for the like a recurring nightmare. It just keeps happening over and over. <laughs> well, I always said, you know, I always said, like, you know, if you if you like to go to bed after Howie Car, just, tune just turn in. in and tune out, you know. So we do have that. We do have that. Um, we do have that sale going on. So I wanted to I wanted to put that out there. Now I'm going to let you decide. What you want to do next, OK, well, do if you, there's any food involved. OK, you want to do the food first? All right, we'll do the food. Of first. course. So, OK, so. All right, studio size status. So, um, Chris upstairs uh, was was putting these out, and you know it's funny. I was in Key West, and of course, there's chickens and roosters everywhere. They they roam freely on the streets. They were they're a protected species. 
uh, because uh, Key West became a natural bird sanctuary. And as soon as it did, guess what? Chickens fly. So they became overnight, they became protected. The chickens and the, roo- and the roosters that are out there just want And you cannot, you cannot mess with them either. You have to let them go. So what about I, penguins? There are no can't penguins. fly, they but can't, like they wouldn't be protected. Well, they'd be protected if they were the way it was written for Key West. I guess it was in, in, in uh, Todd's here. He may be able to back me up because he's a big bird guy is that the way it was written for them is like that they basically put anything under that could fly. And of course, chickens fly. People don't realize chickens fly. If Kiwis they, got to Key West, they wouldn't be protected. No, they wouldn't be. I they'd think. be food. They'd be food for the chickens. The other thing is, I, I will tell you is not a lot of bugs on Key West. I think it's a lot more because of there's a constant breeze, ocean breeze back and forth. But the the chickens and roosters eat a lot of the bugs that are out there. So you, you tend to have less bugs. But the funny part is we were eating dinner one night on the second floor, um, out, out, out eating dinner on the second floor this, on this balcony. And I looked over in the tree next to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sir. Chickens fly, chickens fly. There was, a, there was chickens in the tree up over to, uh, in the second floor. Which begs the question, what were you eating? I wasn't eating chicken, but I was really. They were probably very judgmental about what you. You know, the funny part about that is, I had a hankering like all week for chicken. It's so bad. Well, you're looking at them. Yeah. Well, I I did have um, some. I, I did have some eggs, but I had I had fish and I had a oh, like a whole snapper, um, yeah. uh, yellowtail snapper fish. And somebody said to me, like, "How can you eat that with it looking at you?" And I I, look, I said, "I look it right in the eye and said, you're delicious." And I ate it. I don't have any problem. I have thank, no problem. I thank with it for its service. And then I <laughs> so, eat it on a silver service. So getting back to why I picked the, the hen of the woods, everything bagel kettle chips. It says it had a chicken on it. But as it was pointed out by an audience member, a hen of the woods. And it was Todd Ryan because he wants credit for this. Todd Ryan pointed out is the hen of the woods is actually a, a, a fungus or a mushroom that you can eat. Yeah. So uh, these are from non-GMO. These are from so it's Cincinnati, a Ohio. We're chip made out of bagels. No, it's an everything bagel. That's the flavor. You know, we get like when we go over to uh, so Hand of the Woods is the brand. Or Hand of the, the Woods flavor? is the brand. Oh, okay. That's the brand. Uh, you can check them out at uh, Hand of uh, on Facebook at, at Hand of the Woods Snacks. Is this what's in our? Yeah, so you get a little. I gave you. I didn't open up a box. Yeah, yet. because Samples. you knew exactly. I know exactly what was going to happen on that. So All this right, is Hen so of the I'm, Woods. They're out of Cincinnati, which I thought was funny. This looks like a potato chip, so it's not a bagel chip. It's not a bagel but chip. It's nor bagel flavor. Nor is it a fungus or a mushroom. It is actually a potato chip, but it, it is bagel. Everything bagel flavored, Hen of the Woods chips. You guys can try these. And I thought it was funny, too, because we're going to be flying to Cincinnati at the end of the week because uh, we're actually going to go into it's North Kentucky Airport, which is in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to drive down to uh, Kentucky because we got some things to go over and, and do in Kentucky. So I figured we try those. So I get those open. Have you tried them yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm through my little tiny sample that you gave. Yeah, me. I know. I think that was perfect for you. What do you think? I think for radio, nothing that excites the audience more than somebody chomping on some chips. Mm. But it is. Um, I think it tastes like an everything bagel. I mean, the flavors are there. All right. You, sir, are not a native New Yorker. Oh, my God. Here we go. Well, OK, Randall. 
Explain to me the folly of my taste buds. This well, leads to something problem, else. The first, the first problem that I have right. is I'm a purist. I like my pizza, cheese, my hamburgers, just plain. And I, you forgetting I've seen potato you chips without all the nonsense on them. Okay. But I think the flavor is pretty are solid chip and the flavor is yeah. okay. All right. It's not like the crazy ketchup and prawns or other. No, stuff that's that what I'm saying. Had. I think the flavors are there. I think the flavors are tasty together on a chip. No. Well, why would you think, you know what? We need more chips that taste like everything bagels. Well, I think that just sort of gives, I think they decided to put some um, spices and in, in some flavors on a potato chip. And so how do you describe which spices and potatoes flavors you put on the chip? Right. Yeah. And everything bagel at least gives you a clue of what you're going to be tasting. I'm like, not, I know I'm not going to be tasting like raisins. I'm not upset the raisins this, aren't on and everything bagel. Hand of the woods next to the plain kettle chips. Yeah. I would be buying those. You would. Yeah. After tasting them, you'd still buy buying those. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm. You know, if these were sitting next to the only thing I have a downfall for is I love, I love like vinegar chips. Love yeah. vinegar. All right. Ted's telling wow. me we got to get well, out of here. You know, if you're wondering what you're listening to, because we're wondering what we're talking about, it's the liquor talking here on WCRN AM 830 on your dial. Take a commercial break. Continue live with the Facebook live feed. Right. Actually, we're going to bring our audience member up. Okay. All right. Come on up. No. He's, 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 I, I don't like cocktails. Randall, Randall, Randall is being difficult today. No, but you, I'm not a big now? fan. I'm not the biggest fan of cocktails. I know you're I not. like That's the pure the way, iteration of what you're trying to do. You spend so much time trying to get flavor into whiskey, and then you're putting, you know, simple syrup. And All right. Let's bitters. make sure we can hear. Make sure we can hear Todd. So testing one, yep, two, three. Good. Okay. All right, so I brought Todd up here for a very specific reason. One, okay. I needed a barrier between me intervention. <laughs> intervention. Yes. I'm not much of a barrier. No, that's true. You're not, especially when Randall's Just concerned. Yeah, right. he could go through anything. Yeah, he could go through wanted. like, like a hot knife through butter. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, so I don't know if you remember this, Randall, but uh, Todd here got stuck in Ecuador. Uh, for uh, several, um, like um, over a week, week. just to, well, a week it was extra. a week beyond. Yes, beyond what, what you're we doing. So, to. as he's getting stuck in Ecuador, he started wandering around, and then he started looking for unsupervised, unsupervised, totally, which is which is the worst is thing you can let. The problem, yeah, a guy over fifty wandering any place unsupervised always ends up being a problem. Yep. If and especially since he's been under the influence of us so long. What did you go out and look for? Narco tourism. Uh, no, he went to look for whiskey. <laughs> no tourists. No tourists. Um, and he actually found a whiskey made in Ecuador. So tell us a little bit about what, what, you, what we got here. So got like it, the, I'm going to get like three credit, minutes credit to the appropriate place. So oh. one of our other colleagues or the other people that is here at Whiskey Wednesday told me about this, that it was formed in or that it was distilled in uh, Quito. So it's two gentlemen that have started an Andes distillery company okay and they have produced a single malt whiskey that is called Merco whiskey it's 40 percent abv and it um uses grain that is sourced from belgium okay they did not tell me anything about the the still or how they put it together they they specifically don't tell us anything about how old it is so the assumption is that it's it's relatively young 
Um, it's only in a very few liquor stores, but I was able to find one that was relatively close to where I was staying. Okay. Um, it's matured in a new American oak barrel, and then it finished in a, they said that it was a local red wine. So I'm not sure exactly what kind of wine it is no, this, that they, they had with it. But yeah, this, this, this wine or this Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian wine Ecuador, or, or something yeah. like that. Yep. There is, there is some wine wineries that are on whiskey de Malta. I love that. Yep. Uh, single malt Andes whiskey. M U R C O. That's the name of a town that is okay. at the bottom of a volcano, which is where they source the water from. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Ingredients, agua. Love that. Um, this is a, oh, this is a seven, wait a minute. It's a 750 mil bottle. This is a 750. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's a 750. I, I thought that they would have used huh. something else, but there's a lot of places down in South America that, that use combinations of both the English. Oh, and so it says system. here, this is batch number eight that they've done. And this is bottle 125 of batch eight. So they, they, they've produced, you know, they produced some, some batches here matured in new American white oak cast with a red wine cast finish. So, and there was an online tasting where two guys from a, a different place had gone through and tried it. Um, they had a different look to the bottle than mm-hmm. what this was. This one, so yeah. it was one of the earlier bass bass batches that they did. Um, and they were talking about all kinds of flavors that I don't get in this, but that's okay. It's just definitely get some graininess to it. Definitely a younger risk. What do you think, Randall? Yeah. Um, I, but it doesn't I still, have I the, harsh, the harshness nope. or the tingle of a, of a young whiskey. It's been it mitigated by whatever it's, the age. It's 40, it's 40, it's 40% ABV. Yep. Um, I'm going to give it a, a good solid New England. One minute. It ain't, it ain't bad. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. And, you know, I mean, it's not great, but it ain't, but it ain't bad that either. That was my thought so, also when I was trying. Now, you mind me asking what you paid for that? I was right around 50. Right around 50 bucks. Yep. Okay. So it's not crazy time. Nope. Um, they're making some so, sort of, cool but it's, stuff. it's also a memento of your trip too. I mean, it's like some of the fun things are going to exactly the areas and finding something new and different and trying it. So I had to take a couple of trips to be able to get it. The liquor store was closed the first day because they have a, uh, like the Mardi Gras celebration okay. that was going on. So that was the reason that I didn't get it the first day. And the people were very pleasant. The second day they were excited that I was buying it. They had a lot of other whiskeys that were there, but I wasn't interested in those. I just wanted the just wanted to try the local one. as yes. local as you could get in Ecuador. Exactly. Well, what, what, what else was in store? Not like international brands or yeah, here we go. international th- things right. that we would all, all right. Right. We're well, coming well, off. We're going to have to. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate you doing that for us and bringing that in. Thanks for bringing it in. Thank you, sir. Just put it on the table. Broadcasting live from the Jim Bean Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium, Randall Bird. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. As always, I'm joined by the incomparable Mr. Randall J. Bird. Spirits and we had a ghost of a guest over the Facebook Live where yep. we taste some Ecuadorian single malt whiskey. Yeah, if you want to know about that, um, you can certainly listen uh, to our podcast, uh, which is It's the Liquor Talking. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find that. Um, I think uh, Cousin Vinny usually gets that up um, around uh, a day or so. We'll get that up on that. So, And so it was really great. He got stuck in Ecuador. He found a, 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 a I would say it's, not, it's, it's an Ecuadorian whiskey, a uh, local, local distillery that was making. A whiskey. Yeah. And we tried it. Um, not 
I'll give it the ringing New England endorsement. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I always like how we, uh, we sort of put that out there. All right, Randall. Since, since we're talking about international whiskey. Uh, we, okay. Well, you get now Ecuadorian whiskey you just tried. We just, you know, we just had Texas is like a different country. That, we just yeah, had Texas. I'll whiskey. agree with that. <laughs> I'll give you that one. We're, uh, I'm going to let everybody in on. I was just, I was talking earlier about Whiskey Wednesdays that we do every Wednesday. And this and, is a tasting live event here. Yeah. Are they still being broadcast or are there? We are still broadcasting them. We're still, um, we're putting them on Facebook live so people can uh, see them. We're also making them available on Spotify on, on our podcast. It's like talking podcast. We're doing that too. Um, I thought it would be, we're going to be doing one coming up on uh, April 6th. This is the next one. I'm announcing it for the first time. It's not really available yet, but I'm letting everybody know. You're getting All a right. sneak, sneak peek. preview. Sneak preview. Whiskey Wednesday, April 6th, 7 p.m. here at the Metro Station down in, in the lower level of Julio's liquor, Liquors. Reaching uh, Starward, Australian whiskey from Melbourne, splashing down here at the Metro Station. Try Twofold, which is one of their whiskeys, Nova, and you're going to get a sneak peek at the newest edition, Solara. Um, plus, uh, you might get one more wonder for you to explore. Uh, reserve your spot now with the purchase of a $10 gift card. That will be coming out. This is going to come out in a new newsletter. So go to Julio's. It's, it's up now. Okay. Uh, Todd says it's up now. Reserve your spot by purchase of a $10 gift card. Only 50 spots available. Uh, this is, this very, is for attending in person. Attending in person. And this is significant because we have been limiting ourselves to, uh, we have been limiting ourselves to 38 spots. Uh, down in the metro metro station, we can hold a lot more than that. But we've been very cautious about uh, about moving the needle on that. This will be the first one we're going to do where we're going to actually try out fifty spots because most of the everything's been lifted. So we, we thought we would try um, and go to a fifty spot and let everybody uh, come in and more people uh, explore uh, whiskey live with us right. on a Wednesday night. So. So 50 spots, the $10 gift card, you can redeem for $10 worth of whiskey stuff, but sure. it's kind of a placeholder because what we don't want to have is uh, 75 people show up and be turning away people. So it, well, it will well, yeah, kind of things. reserve your spot. Right. It gives everybody what I like to call skin in the game. Yeah. You know, you're going to have a $10 gift card. Like most people go, oh, should I go or not go? Well, I'm going to get your gift guy. That's 10 bucks. I probably should go. So we started to do that. Now, the fun part is, is that we've just picked a new whiskey that we are going to be doing uh, from Skyward uh, from Melbourne. And okay. I thought that I have the sample bottle that we actually picked from today. It's actually cast number 345. The name of this one is going to be called The Wonder. Okay. All right. And I figured that we would, um, even though we're going to try this on the 6th, I figured that we would try it today live. And I give... Uh, our studio audience, some of this, I can have some of that too. All right. So are you uh, calling it the wonder because it's savage? I'm calling it the wonder savage from the wonder, years. the wonder years. No, it's the wonder from down under. Nice. <laughs> Star word, uh, Australian, Australian. I kind of have a celestial kind of look, uh, feel uh, and look feel, to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is a, what you're trying right now is an American Oak second fill charred red wine barrel. 
from AP Johns Cooperage. It was filled in March 2016. The barrel was used and sourced from the Barossa Valley. So a red red ride for the Barossa Valley. Um, It's a uh, 225 liter barrique from Barossa Valley, American Oak, Chad Red Wine. Um, The age on it is uh, 5.5. You're getting into that that accelerated sort of uh, climate um, down in Australia too. So I don't worry. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, this is a single grain. ABB is 57.4. So 114 proof. The estimated total of this is going to be about 30, 36 packs. We'll, we'll be getting out of this. So um, I thought I would All have right. you try so, it and see what you guys thought. First thing is that this maple is, raspberry and chamomile was one of the, a lot of people pulled out of this, but I'll let you judge. Chamomile. Yeah. I didn't get I chamomile. Didn't get I did get, I did get some nice flavors in this. I I, I did get the raspberry. There's a red fruit. I would call more of a red fruit. Yeah. I mean, um, I, from the red wine, the Ecuadorian and the, this one. Yeah. I, I fear that we're moving towards an area that we can talk about this at a later time, but when you say single malt and single grain, you're using Scottish terminology, which is heavily regulated. Right. To really say that you're doing a malt whiskey and a not malt whiskey, right? Which it, could be any grain or blends or right. whatever, but they're saying single grain, which in Scotland would mean it would come from just one kind of distillery. I think this, but if this I remember correctly, and we'll find this out during the tasting, but if I remember correctly, it would probably be the grain I believe is wheat, right? So Don't in the United that. States, you'd have to label this as a wheat whiskey, but internationally they're trying to follow the mm-hmm. scottish protocol and i think that long term that's going to get into some some problematic areas for people because it doesn't really adequately no, describe right. stuff that's not coming from scotland what do you guys think of it though tasty i like there's it. there's some really interesting notes it has a, a richness to it almost like that uh like a fruit tart one minute you know a berry yeah, i can see we can say that so i like it. i'm enjoying it yeah, I'm going to enjoy this one. What's this the price a, on something like this? Right? Um, I think it's going to be, if I remember correctly, it's going to be under $60. Like, yeah, for know, a five, almost a six year. But yeah, I mean, the right the prices were reasonable, especially at a cast strength. Yeah. I thought they were really reasonable. And I thought the flavor profile was really, really nice. So this is going to be the new lock and key wonder when it when it comes out. But you're going to get a sneak peek of that. All right. All right. We got to take it, take a break, Randall. All right. Well, you know, I'm exhausted. And I'm sure our <laughs> listeners are too here on It's the Liquor Talking. You're exhausted. So what? take a quick break and we'll go through some commercials. If you're still with us on Facebook Live, we'll continue with our answers. All right. How much time do we got? How much time break. do we got? All right. All right. Uh, two minutes. We're getting an echo. Have we stopped the echo? Have we stopped the echo? Tad getting an echo. Tad getting an echo. All right. Don't talk until we know we got the echo gone. All right. Good. Because that comes out on our, our podcast. Well, it's more of us to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go with that? All right. Good. All right. You know, I didn't do the question of the show on our first break because we had the, the great Todd Ryan up here. That's right. So I will give you the question. World traveler. World, world, world traveler stuff. So explorer. that was a whole thing. Yeah. Explorer, a bird watcher extraordinaire. Collector of whiskeys. Uh, my he's my he's my go-to guy when I have a science question. Other than you, I don't know this newfangled science that you're speaking of. <laughs> this round world. I'm still stuck in alchemy. 
<laughs> the proto-science. All right, what do we got for a question? Doug, Doug Hill wants you to know that he agrees with you with tasting is serious work and you can get tired from it. Yeah. So I'll just let you know that. Um, you have somebody on your side. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to know there's at least yeah, somebody. There's at least one person. Okay, the, the, the larceny question of the show brought, brought to us by Larceny Bourbon. Um, the question is, which of these old expressions did not originate with the consumption of beer? Six, one half dozen of the other. That would be A. B, wet your whistle. C, going scot-free. Or D, mind your P's and Q's. Which of these old expressions do not originate with the consumption of beer? Stop playing with that plastic. One minute. <laughs> I don't. This is a tough one. For All right. Me. Well, one, I know it is. Because so. I don't care about beer that much. Well, I mean, I think it's got beer, but I think it mostly. I'm going to P's and alcohol. Q's, wet your whistle, I think are out. Scott free. Yeah. So A is six and one half dozen of the other. B is wet your whistle. C is going scot free. Or D is mind your P's and Q's. Anybody on going Facebook? Scot free is what, is what my guess is. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I was going to let everybody answer on the, the Facebook thing. But I'm know. telling everybody, I have no idea. Have no 30 idea. Seconds, the field is guys. wide open on this. All right. 30 seconds is going on. So anybody on Facebook right now that wants to answer that, A, B, C, or D, improve my ignorance. Well, that's not that hard to do, but, but A we is. We all know it's there. Just prove it. <laughs> A is six or one half dozen of the other. B is wet your whistle. C is going scot-free. And D is mind your P's and Q's. When we come back, I'll go through that. And then we get with a, the correct answer. Yeah. Well, well I, will, nice I will give wild you Here we go. I will give you the correct answer. Two like grown men broadcasting from a large cold room. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 of Westboro, it's low liquor talking. With Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium, Randall Bird. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to It's a Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. Uh, you can actually follow us along on Facebook Live. Go to Julio's Liquor's Facebook page. We're doing this Facebook Live. If you want to follow me during the week, um, I put some pretty cool stuff usually up on my Instagram page. That's uh, Whiskey Journeyman on Instagram, Whiskey German, no E in whiskey, Whiskey German. Randall, what's yours again? Um, at least 10 feet if you're going to follow me. Um, <laughs> it's just a respectful distance. Randall's but, up on Instagram <laughs> on, as The Spirits Medium. The Spirits Medium. You can go see his one or two. Is you up to two posts yet? No. No, just one post. But well, here's, here's my point. You know that thing that you're watching, like the world's longest dripping? They have it on a camera. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's the equivalent of what my Instagram watching page. paint dry. Right. More exciting. Grass grow, any number yeah, yeah. of things that are very time. Well, we're going to be going to a lot of activity. I'm going to get to it in a little bit, but we're going to be going to Kentucky. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you in a minute and I'll make sure Randall posts from there. So the spirits medium, uh, please do it. Um, the larceny whiskey uh, question of the show this week. This was posed on Facebook Live, but on the commercial break. Right. So here it is. The question is. Which of these old expressions did not originate with the consumption of beer? A, six of one, half dozen of the other. B, wet your whistle. C, going scot-free. Or D, mind your P's and Q's. And you said, which one? No, I did not say anything before. I'm waiting oh. for our audience to respond okay, so they've that responded. I can come in after them. Yes. And sound and like it. I know okay, what I'm yeah. doing. So I got some for P's and Q's, no idea. And one of them said scot-free. 
So which one do you think? I, I'm going to say Scott Free Three because P's and Q's. I can't know what that. All right. So here's here's the answer. Right. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Now I didn't know this one, so that this one does not. Uh, that's that's the answer. Six six of one, half dozen of the other. So here we go. It gives does give us an explanation. So here we go. Mind your P's and Q's was uh, mind your own business when at a beer was served in pints and quarts, P's and Q's, pints and quarts. All right. Wet your whistle comes from the old practice of, be, of baking a whistle into the rim of ceramic beer cups so you could whistle for your next drink. Wow. Super that. annoying. Yeah. Super, super. My, I, I do the thing when I raise my drink. finger up is like annoying enough at a bit crowded bar. Whatever. The little bell. A whistle. That Are you I keep kidding me? My bed in case I want you know, a glass of water. <laughs> Apparently, not, that's a no one, no one, no one. The only do thing you th- do is wake everybody else right. up. They don't get you your water. If you're going scot free, you're avoiding a special tax or scot formerly paid on beer in English towns. So, six of one, half dozen of the other is the one that does not fit. So, everybody kind of failed this one. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't feel so bad. You don't? No, did everybody feel that one? Because I kind of went with like it's like a six pack kind of yeah thing. That's but, what you were going. Uh, that was, it was, that was your hair. that was your rationale. Yeah, yeah. Or you being wrong. wrong. Or being wrong. Yeah. All right. So you know, I, I know we we have some other stuff to get to today, but I thought this was actually pretty funny. All right. Um. So you you know John Hansel. I know of John Hansel. Okay. Yes. So John Hansel is. Uh, and I thought this was funny because this is on social media. So John Hansel is sort of he started Whiskey Advocate. He started right. the, the, the Whiskey Fest, the big whiskey festivals and stuff like that. Right. And him and his wife, Amy, have been involved in beer and whiskey. At, I don't know. They're, they're legends, you know, yeah. legends. And John, John is a, uh, a, a real super nice guy. He lives down the keys. I, 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 didn't, I wasn't able to 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 meet Talk up with him, but yeah. um I had the kids and everything like that. I don't want to impose either. So, but um, we always correspond via text and stuff like that. So I'm friends with him also on Facebook and I follow us up. So he put out this thing the other day and I thought it was really cool because I'm looking forward to it too. And he still gets a lot of the stuff and he writes about, he still writes about stuff. So Heaven Hill has their bourbon whiskeys dialed in. This new old fifth 17-year-old bottled in bond is boarding on flawless for a weeded bourbon of this age. And he goes through to describe this. This is a, a very expensive whiskey. It's going to be a little under $200 for this whiskey. But they obviously sent him a sample. And he put a picture of the sample they sent him, which is in a, like a 200-milliliter flask. And the, the glass he was drinking out of, which to me looks like an, an old-fashioned or a rocks glass, right? So there's John putting it out there. Just letting everybody just know. posting something. Just posting something. And this is what's great about the internet. Oh, and, that, which and means social media. To me, what's not great about the internet? I will not give this gentleman's name, but I will tell you what he said. Don't use a tumbler for such a nice whiskey. Pour a few CLs in a small wine glass or a pork glass or a tulip glass. You'll notice more of the nose after sipping and being more alert and taste can be holistic. He's tater splaining whiskey to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. John Hansel. Okay. Uh-huh. So as somebody put later, because I have to get to the, the later on part of this. And um, the, one guy wrote, seriously, this is like watching somebody tell Jesus how to be holy. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, 
John being the consummate, if you've ever met John, John is a super, super yeah. nice guy. He just really is. Um, you know, he answered very, he answered the, the gentleman's call to action very politely. <laughs> Um, as you know, I've done this professionally for decade, decades, and he's just he's sort of just explaining it off. He said, sometimes I just like to drink for the fun and not be so serious about it. This was one of those times I was watching a movie with my lovely wife. No fancy beer, no fancy glass needed or wanted. Cheers. You think that'd be the end? Of no, it? no, 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 of course not. <laughs> now the doors have been flung open for idiocy everywhere. Yeah, because now everybody else sort of now chimes in. And, and, and the guy says, I sorry, meant didn't mean to offend you. I, I know you're. Uh, yes, I know. In fact, you are still a reference. No, he was, he's, so he's acknowledging he now knows who John Hansel is. Right. Right. But no, no, no. But that wouldn't stop him from of course not. going on. Sorry, I didn't want to offend you, but a good glass is never fancy. It's just the best way to taste wonderful drink spirit. I often change glasses just for the fun of it. And the last thousand tastings that I gave in my shop. Um, oh, but, but, oh, oh yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about a shop. Now. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here we go. Thousands of tastings. Yeah. So, like, that was like you know one year for John Hansel uh, doing tastings, but whatever. Uh, so now he's going to go. Um, uh, but he's done several whiskey dinners and festivals too. John basically invented the festival, right? Okay, of doing whiskey thing. Give it, uh, you know, everything means, and he goes on for this long didactic. He's advertising. Himself. Yeah, right. So he's got this. And I don't know. I just don't think he, I, I don't I don't quite think he gets it yet. I don't think he's really advertising himself. I think this is sort of innocent. I'm going to go with that. Come on. It's sort of. Nobody's innocent on the Internet. That's so my my John being John again. John Hansel again. He's like, no, no. Thanks for the response. No offense taken. Cheers. That would be the end. No, no, of course not. So so then everybody else. I had I I even chimed in with our like response to the gentleman and just said the only glass approved by the distillery to hold a whiskey is the bottle it came in, right? Period. Other than that, you're free to use anything. Other than that, you're free to use. So unless you're drinking out of the bottle, so to speak, and then we can get into neck pour, but we won't do that. <laughs> no, but but my whole point is, if you're had the offer of being able to drink whiskey and use a Dixie cup, then I'm drinking or whiskey. Not drink whiskey, right? Put it in the cup. Like, but, you know, this guy's sitting down. He's got the sample. He's sitting down. He's going to let everybody else. He tasted it. Come on. You know, this is really good. I want to let everybody else know about it. He has no obligation anymore to do this. He has, you know, but he figures, I'll just let some people know about and the it. Internet responded and the Internet responds with wisdom and compassion, as it always does. Um, I won't give this gentleman's name, but I, I really did love his response. Um, that I would just say it's Mr. Williams. I think that would be fine right. enough for me to do. Uh, he, he wrote, I'm seriously considering giving up Facebook for a variety of reasons. <laughs> but every now and then something like on here is so golden and good. Something like telling John how to drink whiskey and taste whiskey that I cannot give up these rays of sunshine in my life. Because <laughs> it's at the point, it's just so ridiculous and so priceless, right? So um, and the first name wasn't Evan. <laughs> no, it wasn't Evan Williams, but uh, I just thought you would get a kick out of that because as soon as a lot of times we open our mouths. Well, I, I mean, a lot of people. I, I wrote uh, back to his wife and said, I'm so, so glad somebody finally called John out about this stuff. And I'm sure that you can attest no, yeah. that, yeah, they, that, he, that he's wrong all the time. And I'm sure, Amy, you can attest to the fact that he is wrong plenty of times. 
So I just thought that was super funny. People want to know why I don't post a lot on Instagram and do that <laughs> stuff. And there's the answer right there. I mean, no, you're just like, using that as an excuse, but that I thought it was I could put a lot of stuff up, but I really cannot have the time. I don't have the time and the negativity and just like everybody. I just feel bad because I feel like so many people, nobody must listen to them in their life. Right. At yeah. least I can force people who are on the radio right now to listen to me. They can shut this off. I think they have of it. If (laughs) if it's not worth listening to, then they will change it. But on the internet, like once it's embedded in that, that whatever, that string of, of text back and forth, it's there forever. And it's like, it's like, I don't have the need to constantly tell people what I'm doing. And and that's my sister is definitely in that ballpark, like posting a lot of stuff and right. But my whole point is like, if you have this really fantastic meal once a week that you post, why aren't you showing the ramen or the cup oh, of the, noodles? The instant ramen. Right. The, the instant, instant ramen that you <laughs> yeah. ate for the other eight meals. Like, it's so crazy to me. There's no balance on it. It's like everyone's living their best life, but like most people's lives are not that best to begin with. You know, you know what? So, I, I like to show, like, if I'm having something unusual that I normally wouldn't eat or something that I found really, really good, like I'll post it. Like, I was on vacation this week. Yeah. So, you know, I'm down in Key West with the kids and stuff like that. And I posted, you know, I posted a picture of that, of that, that fish. Cause first of all, it's sort of odd to look at anyways. Right. Yep. And it, it was, um, they had this Thai chili sauce. It was freaking awesome. And I just wanted to post like, you know, this is when your dinner eats stairs back <laughs> type thing. And I don't expect anything like that. But, but the, the other point about even like with John is John is like John Hansel is like one of those type of guys that if he learned something new, he, he, he'd acknowledge it. He's not, he's not a pretentious guy at all. So if you like told him and said like, oh, by the way, if you know that you did this and that, he'd go, thanks for the tip. And then he'd use it or not use it. But I just, I just, I don't know. It's one of those things that just well, but, struck I mean, me we funny. We also have a thing where like, you know, in years past, you would write, you know, say thank you. You call up the distillery and say thank you. But this yeah. is now how Time you for a break. acknowledge your thanks stuff is you have to post it, which then opens the floodgates again. Oh, yeah. Because other people don't have access to that nice whiskey yet. Right. Anyway. Well, oof. I, I, I thought that was a good one. Well, All right, you're we still get some, hanging in there. Yeah, the we're, very we're gonna take thread the, of your dignity. <laughs> we're going to take, take a commercial yeah, break. Yeah, we'll take a commercial break. I'm going to taste some whiskey during the commercial break. I'm going to go over a couple things. And then on the other side, you know what we'll do? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll taste some more uh, whiskey or something. All right. Why? All right. Because it's the liquor talking. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> You gotta love people, though, man. Right? It's, it's like so annoying to me, though, Ryan. I don't. But like, like you can laugh at that one because it's so outrageous. Oh, yeah. But on some smaller level, all that stuff I think just grinds people down. Like everybody's got to tell you. I mean, there's stuff that I do. Take like car stuff. I'm not. A, I don't consider myself a car guy. You do not. I will point that out. Randall has a lot of cars, and none I of like them run. Them. No, but no, he but has I a try, ton of cars. I, try, I fix but, them. I can work on them. And then I right. get all these people who watch hours of YouTube, but don't own a car telling me about all these things. And I'm like, well, go buy a car. Don't. Is it a prerequisite that you need to, to about own a car to, to be a get car guy? A car. No, but I mean, <laughs> I don't even like it. The car thing isn't that interesting. And so then this guy this week came up to me and he was like, uh, Listen, if you come across and then he named three ultra collectible cars that are unobtained, (laughs) 
right? Like it would <laughs> be like somebody going, "Hey, across. hey, listen, if you if you stumble across them, happy, I wouldn't mind if you could right. pick them up for cheap and just give them to me." Yeah, which is like so much, so weird on so many levels. Like he's going to flip these cars just like people would flip the bottles. Right. He wants you to do all the work and use your connections, like he wants me to use all my connections within car junk yards and other stuff that well, i have me, to find his I want to thing point, i want to point him. out what randall's connections are in the car world the guys that own the junkyard that's no, no, and connect. people who junk right. cars right. that's where i right. get a lot of the stuff is on the way to the crusher so but he wants to do all that stuff so he can sit back and essentially get the most collectible cars that you, you can those road runners those no no he's looking for like now it's all japanese stuff that's like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. that was unobtainable 20 years ago right and so well, I'm like, well, that would be great. But like, <laughs> you know, that's usually our, you know, it'd be great if somebody starts if a sentence off find that, some you know, for great. me and yeah. sell it to me at like just straight retail. Well, for, for the, for, for Randall and our, uh, and Todd, I poured you guys uh, yeah. each a little bit of the maker's mark. Okay. Um, mystery machine, which is a, uh, it's called a private selection, but what it, what it actually is, is that. They take a batch of Maker's Mark that they put together that's going to be bottled. Before they proof it down, they, they leave it at castor, right. which is about 109, 110. And then they allow you to put different treated staves back in the barrel and okay. put that in a cave for three months. And so the only influence that you're going to get on this Maker's Mark bottling now is going to be those staves. It's not right. really good. It's not really aging anymore. Well, technically it is, but it's, it's not going through like in the rickhouse where they'll have like expansions and contractions from the heat or the cold. It's just being put in the cave. So really you're using side of these staves as like tea bags and they're going to add flavor to the whiskey. And then it comes out of that and it's bottled. We've never told anybody what we use for our, our combination, but, combination. but yeah. there's, there's, there's so many different staves you can use up to 10, combination of those i think it's five staves correct yeah five staves i so, don't know what the new the new yeah the, but is. the new one that just came out which we haven't done yet is doing it so we're going to get into a whole big thing about this okay but just i want to say so steve Eulis, who owns fireflies in marlboro we're we're sitting down we're talking about this and he's like you know i'd really like uh i'm not going to do steve's voice but I really like a, a whiskey that would go with my, my barbecue. So, you know, we're sitting there talking about, well, what, what could we, you know, how could we do that? How could we, we do that? And we'll do, we'll do this whole big thing on this because we get another friend of ours involved with us. And, and so it's going it's, it, it just blew up bigger than it was, but he's like, I really like to do a whiskey that would go with my barbecue. And I said, well, the only way we could really do that, I think would make sense is the maker's mock program because we can sort of, Customize use flavors yeah. and customize it. Yeah. So Randall started eating a ton of fucking ribs. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, I can say that when I'm on Facebook. A ton of ribs and stuff like that. So uh, so he would get pure the flavor. Research. Pure research. <laughs> Looked like a freaking boneyard when he was done. Anyways, and we're like, the only way we could do that. So we've basically arranged with Maker's Mark and you and I are flying down to Kentucky this weekend. We're going to be doing this on Monday. We're flying down to Kentucky. We're going over a bunch of stuff, but we're going to be making a batch one minute uh, of of this maker's mark that will go with steve's barbecue right and i thought it was really neat but the the people at maker's mark were like yeah we love the idea um and you know this is something that they do but but we're really going to try to like 
dial this one bourbon in just to go with barbecue. So I think it's going to be really, really interesting. So I poured you guys some of the 30 seconds makers uh, mark our one, which is called the Mr. Machine, just to sort of get it, get an idea of you're saying our one. Yes. I thought you were saying like our one. Yeah. Our one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to sort of talk about this, but I think it's going to be a really cool experiment. I think it is going to go off really neat. So we'll see how it goes. We'll either all come back as, as vast friends eating a lot of barbecue or mortal enemies. There you go. All right. So, all right. We're going to come back to the show right now, the radio show. And uh, I will ask you, uh, Randall Bird, you want to do a little bit of, uh, you want to do, I get, I get this really weird story. You can tell you, them to put a cork in it. I got a really weird but story. But they'll tell you. It's the liquor talking with Ryan Maloney and spirits medium, Randall Bird. Live in the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio at Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talk right here at WCRN AM 830. Uh, Randall and I were just talking on the break about a trip we're going to be doing to uh, Kentucky to Maker's Mark, and we're going to be working on a very specific uh, bourbon for our good friend Steve Eulis at Firefly. So this is going to be really interesting. We'll, get, we'll bring more information on that uh, later on after, after we get most of it done anyways. Um, so this came up in a real sort of a strange way. Jen said, hey, she was looking through Instagram talking about this is supposed to be the interweb show. Um, so I'm going to file this under the Jen file. So the Gen Files is usually stuff that uh, Jennifer finds for me to talk about on the show that's a little bit interesting. And I thought this one was really bizarro. So uh, here it is. Man receives venomous bike from snake wine that came back to life. A venomous snake, which was still alive after being sealed in a liquor flax in China for a year, bit the man here, dared to open the lid. <laughs> you ever wow. heard of something like this? Wow. Okay. The snake, which reportedly came back to life, they, they put came back to life in quote unquote, came back to life. Bit a man, uh, I, I'm not going to say the provenance in northernmost China after he uh, pried, the, pried the lid open to take a look inside. The man in question, whose son had been diagnosed with a chronic illness, was allegedly trying to heal his son with a dose of snake wine, which is supposed to have these. Mystical, yeah, medicinal things. Yeah. Snake wine, which actually referred to uh, across Asia for having uh, health benefits, is said to be prepared by putting the entire snake, sometimes while still alive, obviously, uh, in a jar of alcohol, often rice wine. The man reportedly purchased the three venomous snakes and soaked them in alco alcohol for, saying mar marination. A year later, he felt the snake wine had enough medicinal properties. This is, I, this is in quote unquotes too. Enough medicinal properties. There's a lot of like in quote air quotes in this this article. Uh, he then unsealed the uh, flask for consumption, but unexpectedly, the snakes in each flask were still alive, and one of them lashed out with a venomous bite. After immediate hospital treatment, it was reported that the man survived the attack. All right, what do you think? You think that he basically had the snake in alcohol for 12 months without dying? What do you the possibility that the container might have, have been, not been sealed tightly and some air may have gotten in brought enough oxygen for the snake to stay alive. It's still staying alive for a year, right? 
Others pointed out the snake, which are cold-blooded animals, are often able to survive in low oxygen environment and can enter a dormant state uh, in such conditions by suppressing the uh, metabolic rate. It was all predicted that the, after the alcohol container was unsealed, the snake may have received a large amount of oxygen or could have revived it further. What do you, uh, what do you think? I think it's hokum. This, 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 you know what this sounds like? Listen, These two folks, idiots were around fooling around. If you're vodka, it doesn't get you drunk and tastes a lot like water. Yeah. It's probably because your children <laughs> have gotten into it. And so if you have a snake alcohol yeah. sitting around and it actually has a live snake in it, it could be because somebody doctored it, broke the original one and replaced it. Well, he's just I mean? saying like, it might not have been sealed. So we get enough oxygen to stay alive. But I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, you can also get a snake bite from a dead snake. So if you're well, messing true. around with the stupid snake and the venom sacks uh, discharged into because he was playing with it for medicinal purposes, this guy doesn't sound like he's got you should never play with your snake doctoral skills together. Right. That's how I would imagine he ended up in the hospital. But you're going to be like, oh, I stabbed myself with the dead snake doesn't play <laughs> as well as it popped out of a uh, a jar like the can of spring. Yeah, the spring. Worms. Yeah. So. Well, I think, you know, that yeah. may be uh, Todd says the snake might have been upset that it got pulled out of all that alcohol right. and just bit at the first person that was, you know, dumb enough to open it I, up. Uh, well, we have so, to- but this is, but like, you know, there's an interesting tie into this to other whiskeys. There's a long tradition worldwide of putting snakes in whiskey. Oh, yeah. Considered good luck in Scotland and parts of the United States where the old distillery managers would find a snake on the property and they would essentially pickle it in the jar and then put it as like a trophy piece in their office. And, uh, would but have I ain't never opened it. I'll tell you yeah, that. Not, not after this story. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say medicinal. And then you have scorpions and other kinds of. There's a spider. There's a venomous spider in one of the whiskeys too, right? Well, they, 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 there's been they've put scorpions. There's of course the uh, the agave worm, you know, and those and which you can eat those. But I think I don't know if those are dead before they put them in yeah. there. But you know, uh, I, mean, I keep that's, the writings of Dorothy Parker in a bottle of whiskey because <laughs> it's quite venomous. Uh, yes. The way that no? no one's gonna get that joke, but it's very funny. All right, um, <laughs> so. Um, we have a little time left. There was some good news this week, Randall. So I'll give you the booze and the news. Spanning the globe, Randall Bird, Spirits Meeting to the Gods, brings us booze in the news. All right. Bourbon World lets out a sigh of relief as agreement is reached to lift debilitating UK tariffs on American bourbon. So they're saying that uh, US and Britain Tuesday announced an agreement to put an end to four-year dispute over tariffs. Uh, and Part of those tariffs were against these American products. Levi's jeans, yep. Harley-Davidson motorcycles, and bourbon were just a few of the ones that had this debilitating tariff. Was it was 25%? It. No, no, I mean, I mean I'm, it not saying, like I'm, not, I'm not Two minutes. making fun of it, but yeah. that's the, the claim. But, you know, I'm a little skeptical about this because this means that more bourbon is going to go out of the united states <laughs> right right yeah. so the prices we don't have in the united states are going to go up yeah but i also like think like you and i have been overseas and we've seen some of the bourbons that are being sold in overseas yeah. it was one like i think one was like michigan bourbon i mean it was just you know some of the yeah the, the, because the it's a product in the united states it right. could export to craft distilleries in places that that could use the yeah i mean i think there's 
there's definitely a market out there for it. Um, you know, uh, our, our European brethren would love to have some of the whiskeys that we have. I don't necessarily mean that it mean that all the really hard stuff that we have to get and find is also going to be uh, thrown out there. Most of that stuff's expensive on its own that, you know, that's not really going to see a 25% One drop minute. in price, right. you know, anyways, you know, what always gets me about these, 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 th- these things is it's a tariff. This whole dispute started, if I remember correctly, and there's a couple different ones. One was, one was the, like one of the jet, the Boeing jet thing, and then the other one was an aluminum tariff, and this yeah. was the the re, the, the uh, retaliation against that. It's just like, can we can we keep everybody? You know, on that that commercial, dude. Hey, bro, stay in your lane. Yeah. Can we on? Can we keep like when you're going after something? Can we keep it with that has some germane reference to the thing that you're throwing the tariff on? You know, of course not. You got to go you with cheese. Drag cheese. All yeah, sorts yeah. Of... 30 seconds. It was on Boeing Jet, oh, wow. but we'll, we'll, we'll tariff cheese. And it makes no sense whatsoever. So. News, whiskey, internet, diatribes. We've covered it all pretty much in this. I think we have today. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be in Kentucky next week. So uh, we'll probably not be having a show. This show will probably repeat. So have fun, everybody. Yeah. And I'd like to thank everyone seconds. for taking a few minutes to listen to It's the Liquor Talk here on WCRN AM830 on your dial. And we will be back, but not in the next week. Yes. Have fun, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Thank Talk you, to sir. you in two weeks. All right. Bye. All right. All right. We get rid of him and we get rid of us. Bye, everybody. <laughs>